No other book has so profoundly impacted so many lives as the Bible. Welcome to Simply the Bible, the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. Today we see where Solomon contrasts the thoughts and words of the wise person with the fool. The fool's way is right in his own eyes, but the way of the righteous is life. We hope you'll join us as Pastor Daryl continues in Proverbs chapter 12 on Simply the Bible. We continue today in Proverbs 12 with the short random maxims of Solomon, many of which contrast the way of the wise with the way of the fool. Whoever loves instruction loves knowledge, but he who hates correction is stupid. A good man obtains favor from the Lord, but a man of wicked intentions he will condemn. So if you love instruction, then you're also going to love knowledge. And if you love knowledge, you'll love instruction. But if you hate correction, then you're stupid. And this is the problem, is that many people hate to be corrected. They just don't want it. And what causes that? Well, it's pride. Pride is what prevents us from listening to good instruction. Now, a good man will obtain favor or grace from God. We see an illustration of this in Acts chapter 10. There was a certain man called Cornelius, a centurion, who was a devout man and who feared God with all of his household. And he gave alms generously to the people and prayed to God always. And we see that God gave to him the grace of the gospel by sending Peter to his house so that he could come to know the gospel of grace. But a man of wicked intentions will be condemned. Now, God looks at the motive of the heart and judges a person accordingly. A man is not established by wickedness, but the root of the righteous cannot be moved. An excellent wife is the crown of her husband, but she who causes shame is like rottenness in his bones. So the root of the righteous cannot be moved. That speaks of the foundation of our lives. What are you building your life upon? What are you drawing from for your sustenance? Jesus said in Matthew 7, 24, Therefore, whoever hears these words of mine and does them, I will liken him to a wise man who built his house on the rock. Now, Solomon also says that a man's crown is an excellent wife. Now, having 1,000 wives as Solomon did, he should know. Many wives are what their husbands have made them to be. But a loved wife thrives and is the crown of her husband. If you want to know how Solomon describes an excellent wife, then go ahead and take a sneak peek at Proverbs 31. God has certainly blessed me with a virtuous wife who, among other things, considers a field and purchases it. <laughs> She's a realtor, you see. She is also a great blessing to our children and grandchildren and counsels and teaches the ladies of our church. J. Vernon McGee quotes a poem by Ogden Nash. To keep your marriage brimming with love in the loving cup, whenever you're wrong, admit it. And whenever you're right, shut up. That's just good advice to have a happy wife and happy life. 
But if your wife causes you shame or embarrassment, wow, that's just rottenness in your bones. The thoughts of the righteous are right, but the counsels of the wicked are deceitful. The words of the wicked are, lie in wait for blood, but the mouth of the upright will deliver them. So the thoughts of the righteous person are right. That person is thinking about good things. And guess what? God hears our hearts. That's why David said, let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight. But the counsels of the wicked are deceitful. Now, I think it's a good idea to think of the wicked as being the lawless, which is really the same thing. God is a God of law and order. And so the counsels of the lawless ones are deceitful because they are listening to their deceitful hearts rather than to the law of God. But the mouth of the upright will deliver them. They know the right things to say that will get them out of trouble. The wicked are overthrown and are no more. But the house of the righteous will stand. A man will be commended according to his wisdom, but he who is of a perverse heart will be despised. Better is the one who is slighted but has a servant than he who honors himself but lacks bread. The lawless are overthrown, but the righteous will stand, and not only the righteous himself but also his entire house. That is his posterity. They will persevere through the day of judgment. A man is commended according to his wisdom. And likewise, those of a perverse or a depraved heart are condemned. It's better to be ordinary and have a servant than to pretend to be important but lack food. So think of the people who have the big house and the new car but they're in debt up to their eyeballs. They give the appearance of keeping up with the Joneses, but they are house poor. Verse 10, a righteous man regards the life of his animal, but the tender mercies of the wicked are cruel. He who tills his land will be satisfied with bread, but he who follows frivolity is devoid of understanding. The wicked covet the catch of evil men, but... The root of the righteous yields fruit. So the righteous are kind to animals. I always consider it a good sign when a dog or a cat likes me and I usually go out of my way to pet them and make over them because you see, I think pets and especially dogs are good judges of character. Those who are cruel to animals dishonor God because God delights in all his creatures. But even the so-called niceties, the kind things that the wicked do, are still cruel. Solomon says to work your own land and therefore have enough food. But if you chase fantasies, then you're a fool. The wicked will covet the wise man's catch. Now, I will admit that I have watched better fishermen than me and I have coveted their catch, but I, I realize they're just better fishermen than I am. But the idea here is that wicked people covet the blessings that come upon the righteous, and yet they do very little to change. The root of the righteous yields fruit. Usually, it's the branches of the tree that yield fruit, but the righteous are so blessed that even their roots are bearing fruit. 
The wicked is ensnared by the transgression of his lips, but the righteous will come through trouble. A man will be satisfied with good by the fruit of his mouth, and the recompense of a man's hands will be rendered to him. So the wicked are trapped by their own words. I just think of when somebody gets pulled over for a traffic violation, some people just say all the wrong things and get themselves into worse trouble. But then there are those who are wise with their words and are shown mercy. A man is satisfied by good words and good works. Certainly that was true with Jesus Christ. The way of a fool is right in his own eyes, but he who heeds counsel is wise. A fool's wrath is known at once, but a prudent man covers shame. So the way of a fool is always right in his own eyes. He thinks that all of his ways are golden, but the wise will listen to counsel and even will listen to a rebuke. A fool shows his annoyance at once. But the wise overlook insults. He who speaks truth declares righteousness, but a false witness deceit. There is one who speaks like the piercings of a sword, but the tongue of the wise promotes health. The truthful lip shall be established forever, but a lying tongue is but for a moment. Deceit is in the heart of those who devise evil, but counselors of peace have joy. No grave trouble will overtake the righteous, but the wicked shall be filled with evil. Lying lips are an abomination to the Lord, but those who deal truthfully are his delight. Now you will notice that Solomon has a whole lot to say about the tongue and our words. Now those who speak the truth declare righteousness. So that's always good. If you stand for the truth, then you are a righteous person. The tongue is either a sword to destroy or a balm to heal. Truthful lips will endure, but lying lips don't last very long. And the counselors of peace, those who know how to be peacemakers and say the right things to promote peace, will have joy. No grave trouble will overtake the righteous. They will have troubles, certainly, but those troubles won't conquer them. He may stumble and fall, but then he will get up again. But the wicked go from bad to worse and are ultimately consumed by their own evil. Lying lips are an abomination to the Lord. Now, we would be wise to avoid anything that the Bible says is an abomination or a detestable thing to God. Seeing that we will be giving an account of ourselves to him, likewise, we would be wise to practice those things that are his delight. A prudent man conceals knowledge, but the heart of fools proclaims foolishness. The hand of the diligent will rule, but the lazy man will be put to forced labor. So the prudent man conceals his knowledge. We may have the dirt on somebody, but wisdom will keep that to himself or else go to the person privately and show him his fault. There are people who are genuinely knowledgeable about many things, but they don't bore others with their knowledge. Fools, however, act like experts in matters they have no knowledge of and proclaim their foolishness. The hand of the diligent will rule, but the lazy will be put to forced labor. Usually they'll end up with a lousy job and will likely complain about 
how they've gotten such a bad lot in life. Anxiety in the heart of a man causes depression, but a good word makes it glad. Depression is fairly common, but I recommend that people just spend time meditating in the word of God, in the good word of God to gladden their hearts. The righteous shall choose his friends carefully for the way of the wicked leads them astray. So look to your friends, watch the way they are. If you hang out with them, you will become like them. So choose wisely. Bad company corrupts good character. The lazy man does not roast what he took in hunting, but diligence is man's precious possession. In the way of righteousness is life, and in its pathway there is no deceit. So the lazy man is even too lazy to cook his own meat. They will go ahead and dress that deer that they shot, or they'll clean the fish that they caught. In the pathway of the righteous is no death. Now that's quite a statement. But Jesus said, I am the resurrection and the life. He who believes in me, though he may die, he shall live. And whoever lives and believes in me shall never die. And then he said to Martha, do you believe this? So, you know, what you can say is that we who believe in Jesus Christ, we don't really die. We simply move to a much better place to be with the Lord forever. So Solomon shows us the many blessings that come upon the righteous And the curses that come upon the wicked generally just simply getting that which they have sown. You've been listening to Simply the Bible, the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. For more information about our church, please visit our website at calvarytv.org. To listen to other episodes, go to 941thevoice.com or check out our podcast on iTunes or Spotify. If you have any questions or comments, please contact us through our website. Tomorrow, we'll see where Solomon addresses the fruit of the mouth, the rewards of the diligent, and godly discipline of children. We hope you'll join us as we continue in the book of Proverbs on Simply the Bible.